Good morning. You're listening to My Rapids Real Estate Show on AM 1320 WFHR, your weekly radio show focusing on real estate, the market, and everything related to housing in central Wisconsin. Welcome back. I'm Ben. And I'm Carrie Nikolai. And we are with Coto Banker Seawirt Realtors here in Wisconsin Rapids. That is correct. It was fabulous talking with Jen. Appreciate her coming on and giving her viewpoint. She's been in the industry quite a long time, and like she said, with the family. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's she's down in the Rome market more than what we are. So it was great to be able to hear some, some insights of what's going on. And, you know, again, she wears so many hats. It's just amazing just to kind of watch her and just see what she's doing. She does do a lot. So mm-hmm. what's going on this week? Well, this week we're still finishing up Lunch by the River. So that is going to be ending here pretty soon. So the last day for Lunch by the River, well, it's going to be in, in August. So I think we only have four more weeks. It goes, of, it goes through August? goes through August. Okay. And then it probably wouldn't go past Labor Day. No. So August 26th is the last Lunch by the River. So... Kind of sad to see that stuff, seeing that winding down, but we still have the farmer's market too. So you can still get a lot of fresh goods over there. Fantastic. And then we'll be gearing up in September for the Grand Affair. So that event on Grand Avenue mm-hmm. on the west side. Yeah. So that's going to be really fun. That's just a one day event. The Packers are not playing that day, but we do have the car show. So it's a give and take. So the car show in September during the Grand Affair. But in August, August 7th, is the car cruise. Uh-huh. Okay. The, the Corvettes of the North. Oh, yep. Are not doing it, but the uh, a new group has taken it over. So kind of the same route, definitely the same idea. It's starting at Lincoln High School, uh, leaving there promptly at 4 p.m., uh, doing a lap around through Grand Rapids. Okay. And a little bit of beer in, and then coming back to Lincoln High School where they're going to have the uh, after-cruise festivities. Excellent. I don't think I've ever partaken in the after-cruise festivities. Neither have I. Nope. So it'll be interesting to see what they're going to do. And the, uh, the funds are going still, and again, to the Wood County Sheriff's Rescue Squad. Ooh, and excellent. If, if we remember back when talking with Sheriff Becker, that's you know, an all-volunteer unit attached to the sheriff's department directly, mm-hmm. and it's that's fantastic, and a great group of individuals who take on that that task of being on on rescue. Yeah, and I believe they had a good weekend just a little while ago with the water ski tournament. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think any major incidents happened out there this year, which is always a good thing. Right. Yes. Most definitely. So, what else is going on? Well, I'm just trying to think here. We do have the business or the home expo. So Central Home Improvements is going to be having their home expo. So we took a little bit of a break from that, but we're going to be back and we are going to be over there. So I believe that is going to be September 11th from 10 until 3. That sounds about right. And I believe they're over on 26th Street. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll be a, a good showing. There's a lot of different vendors, whether you're looking for um, doing stuff to the outside of the house or to the inside of the house. And also, if you're looking for a new house, we'll be there, certainly. Yes, we are. Um, I do not have it in my calendar, so I am going to, I really do believe it is September 11th because the Grand Affair is the next day, and I believe that's September 12th. My calendar has not been updated, so I'm taking guesses. But the good news, though, too, is the Rapids Beer Fest that is happening over at Witterfield. That is back, and that is from 2 until 5 p.m. So excellent timing. So come to the home show and then finish it up with a little bit of beer. I knew something was going on that day. Right. See, because I had specifically put that into your calendar because we've had such good memories at beer festivals. Well, we usually go to Potosi down in Potosi, Wisconsin. So we usually do the the National Beer Festival. Right. And we have yet to partake in a local one. We've always had some other events going on. 
We kind of did. We went up to Marshfield for Hub City Days a few years ago, and we partook in their beer extravaganza right down on, on Central. Yes, we were looking for one particular beer vendor that day. So we found our beer vendor, had some beer, and then we went home. So we didn't really like shop around because we were looking for someone in particular because we were told to be there. Yes, but that still was a good day. Yes. I think there might have been cheese curds involved, but it was quite a while ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Hub City Days are back. I'm just not sure of any information on that. It is back. Mm-hmm. We'll have it's to... been on the Book of Faces. Right. And that's about as much as I know. And that's where I, I saw that you were interested in our local beer festival. I've wanted to go ever since they started doing it. I, it just never worked out in the schedule. So um, I just need to do the, you know what, this is something I want to go to and just go to it and just kind of put it in the schedule and just make it happen situation. And that'll be okay. Uh, we talked back in, in May about, you know, uh, personal wellness and, and mental health, <clears throat> excuse me, mental health and stuff like that. And that's, that's one of the things. Sometimes you just need to make a little time to go and do those fun things. Yeah. I'm just one of those people who I don't like doing it by myself because I've done so much stuff by myself. That's like, I want to go with someone. So I have a hard time doing the, I can go do this by myself. So I think this year that's what it's going to have to turn into is just do the, it's okay, I can be a party of one and still have a great time. The fun thing about doing local events, even by yourself, is you usually run into people you know. Oh, I know. It's the whole entire, I'm doing something again by myself mentality. So what else do we got going? Um, I am just kind of scrolling through the calendar of events. The nice thing is that summer is almost over with. We're to that half halfway point. So we're going to be looking at kids going back to college. And other schools. That's true. And other schools. Um, kids getting to but start But the school supplies school. stuff is out. So, I mean, that's like super exciting to be able to go shopping for some pens and pencils and notebooks. That's something we both enjoy is school mm-hmm. and office supplies. Yep. So, it, you know, again, if you're looking at, okay, we're now going to start packing up the kids' room if they're heading off to college for that first year, or this might be their second or third year that they're going away to college and they know they're not coming back because this should be their last year at college, and they're anticipating on seeing in that. So you're packing up the room and kind of organizing that to make that into your new office, or even just getting the house ready then to sell. So great opportunities to have those kids go through those those rooms and kind of pack their their stuff away for the anticipated move of their next chapter in their lives. They always come back. They do. I think we still have our children's stuff in our house. So and it was a great opportunity okay. to get them to pack everything up though. When we moved in October of last year? Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah. their stuff was already in the boxes. So they packed their room. They just packed it four years ahead of time. Which is convenient. And actually one of the children we found a, uh, a house for him. And we still have his stuff. And we still have some of his stuff. Correct. I think our parents still have some of our th- things. My as parents well. do not. Oh, they don't. No. Mm. Nope. I don't think my parents have much at all of my things. I went through and a few years ago and scavenged through and picked up the mementos that I, I really, really wanted. So. Also, people might find themselves as empty nesters mm-hmm. but looking for a new house or a next house. And we're starting to, to see and, and have some people talk about that. You know, the kids stayed in the area. They went to mid-state. Now they're starting to graduate. They're starting to have that first adult job of, you know what, I want to be out on my own. And now parents are looking at it going, cool, we have an extra room. I wonder what we can do with it. Or maybe now this house is too big. I really think we should get a smaller home. Well, they could always put in to host one of our athletic persons, either the River Kings or the Rafters. Mm-hmm. That has an excellent use of, of space. Mm-hmm. How is the housing market looking? It is looking pretty good. So I think last I checked, we're, we're in that mid-40s, like 44, 45 homes. In all of Wisconsin Rapids available. Did you want to dig into the computer? 
Um, I don't even have my computer with me, so we're going to take a moment and we're going to go find a computer. All right. So I got the computer. Good thing it was just like on the chair next to me. Through the um, magic of television. Right. Skadoosh. All right. So, yep. 46 homes available in the greater Wisconsin Rapids area. So that is so much nicer than being able to look, say, the 18 homes. So... 46, which is really great. So if we're, again, looking underneath that $100,000 price range, we have got 14. Well, that's pretty good. I know. Let's figure out what we got. So we're starting off at $39,924. Okay. That's quite affordable. It is. So again, I think this was a rental unit. So this was a rental home and... Landlord's ready to be out and ready for it to to head over to someone else. Which may be a great investment opportunity. Mm-hmm. I know James uh, earlier was uh, on his morning show and mentioned how the flipper market in different parts of the country was uh, quite interesting and, and how it was really not advantageous to flip a house in Manhattan or in Los Angeles, but in our smaller hometown communities, it's a little bit easier to do so. Right, right. So, and some of this is, you know, they're in fairly decent shape. And like we always say, it it depends on the individual looking to purchase it, how much work you want to take on. Mm-hmm. These I are, know I am very much a move and ready. I want to do mm-hmm. kind of minimal stuff to to the home and... Just because I'm too busy, I don't want to have a four-week-long project that I'm doing on on my own. So, but yeah, we got some really good ones here. Um, let's see here. So let's head up to. So for sixty-two thousand, we've got one on Fourteenth uh, Street South. And that one looks pretty good. We've got a three-bedroom, one-stall bedroom or one-stall garage. So yeah, we got some good, good, some good choices here. It sounds like it. Mm-hmm. How about if we move up in price a little bit? All right. So if we go up in price, that's like five clicks away here. Clickety, clickety, click. And the magic computer box. So I think we're going to go to just to 150. So that 100 to 150. I mean, it's, I realize it's kind of a large group and we have 17 homes in that group. That is also good. Right. Of course, like we always say, this is a pre-recorded show. So this is Wednesday night, a little bit earlier in the week than what you're listening to it. Things may have changed, but we're definitely from looking at it day to day, getting a feeling that this is becoming a, a normalized amount of houses in each category. Right. And so, you know, kind of looking at some of this stuff, we got some, you know, in Grand Rapids, we got some down in Nakusa. So... It's a good cross-section of, you know, if you're looking at wanting to be in that smaller city, we definitely have that for you. And then if you want to be a little bit, you know, more downtown Wisconsin Rapids, so that way the kids are close to the schools or within walking distance of everything, we have that too as well. So again, I mean, just really great um, homes that are available. We've got one for 150. So this is Garrison Avenue in Nakusa. So this was a home that was purchased about two years ago and the family went through and did a a big flip project on it. So it's all been, the inside has been pretty much gutted down to the studs. New electrical, new yep. plumbing. New furnace. I think the new newer furnace and hot water heater. I would have to double check on that one. But they're definitely newer within the last few years. Right. I mean, all the... Every single bathroom, it's all brand new furnishings in the bathroom, brand new kitchen. I believe the stove and the refrigerator were original to the purchase. But they're not terribly old either. They're they're, uh, probably just a few years old, if anything. Right. I mean, well kept. So, but, you know, really great home. I mean, it's got some, they left the older brick in the house and just kind of did a whitewash paint over the top of it just to give it a nice, newer, fresh, crisp look to it. It's definitely a, a character feature of the mm-hmm. house. And I think um, that accent wall is then in 
you know, what would probably be a, a dining room area. Or a sitting. It's or, right next to the patio door. So right. kind of, we're not sure what you would want to use it for. Again, if you buy the house, you can do whatever you want with right. it. Right. Exactly. So yeah, upstairs you got the three bedrooms along with that master suite. So very nice. I This was a great home to tour. Now, when you say master suite, does that include a dedicated bathroom? Yep. Dedicated bathroom, dedicated shower, dedicated sink. And I believe a dedicated walk-in closet as well. Yes. Now, we're not talking anything that's like a thousand square foot of walk-in closet, but it certainly is formidable. Mm Mm-hmm. So how about if we go above 150? Well, if we went up to 150 to 200, we're only looking at three homes. Okay. So again, a good afternoon. An afternoon to tour the three homes. Mm-hmm. Just spend a little bit of time in each. Sure. Yeah. Okay. We got... Uh... What do we have? Well, I'm looking at this house on Green Grove Lane in... Nakusa. Oh, okay. Built in 1950. It's a four-bedroom home. Is it a mid-century modern? No, it is not. Oh. The 1950s were a fantastic time for the building industry. There was a lot of construction being done back then. Mm-hmm. Well, this is, they went through and they did some major updates to it. So if it was a mid-century modern, it does not have any replica. It would not be able to tell. Okay. The other one we usually come upon are like the uh, the Sears catalog houses and the Better Homes and Gardens. It's the Better Homes and Gardens I always seem to find the most of. Mm-hmm. I think we've had two so far. Oh, at least I think our office had a, a few more. Yeah, there was one in the Port Edwards and then one over on the uh, the east side of town next to Grove. Mm-hmm. So if we get above 200, what do we have? All are, right, so are if we still... did 200 and above, we end at 448.9. Well, that's not even half a million. No. Great. And how many do we have? We have 13. That's a pretty good showing. So yeah, okay. I mean, again, we have some really nice, nice looking homes. Uh, we've got a couple of them, again, in the new subdivision up in Beeren. So brand new builds. So we've got, I think we got three in there for brand new builds. That so is, that's that's very good to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as the rumors are going around, there seems to be some more interest, certainly with uh, spec home builders coming into the area and and bringing in some speculative homes. I'm pretty gosh darn sure they're going to get sold right away. Yes. That is for sure. Since we've been talking so much about Rome, is there a way to look at houses uh, listed with the Nakusa address and kind of focus in on the Rome area? Oh, most definitely. So let's switch over here. That's one of the great things about our multiple listing service programs is we do tap into the inventory uh, in different areas of the state as well. So we can find stuff all across the board, or pretty much all across the board. All right, so in Rome, we're looking at 13 homes, which isn't too bad. Not too bad. Mm-mm. I know there are a few right around the golf course, um, the Arrowhead golf, golf course particularly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if we're looking at you know waterfront, we got a good mix here between waterfront and non-waterfront properties. So again... It all, you know, kind of depends upon what you're looking for. What's the spread of asking price? Uh, just, uh, so we start off at 179000 That's That's pretty achievable. Right. And then we end. How high does it go? It goes to 640000 Okay. Is that a waterfront property? Yes, it is. And it's on Lake Arrowhead. Well, there you go. It's a beautiful little chateau. It is roughly about 3,000 square feet. That's a pretty good size. Right on the lake, does it say how much frontage that there is? 
Well, it's 24, 28 years old. So it's fairly new mm-hmm. as homes go. 106 feet of water frontage. Oh, that's fantastic. Yes. No, that, that really is a, a good combination of a large house and on the water with quite, with a six stall garage. Quite a good amount of frontage. Yeah. Whatever would you do with six six stalls of a garage? Was it boats and the four wheelers and the ATVs and the side by sides? The lawnmowers and the trucks and your friends' trucks and your friends' boats? Probably. Or the kids. Kids could bring out their boats and just hang out at the cabin. You know, if the kids would buy me a boat, that would be awesome. They would definitely have, you know, I would let them store their boat in my garage. Are we talking about the garage that we have here on our property or is this just the garage? Oh, if it was an eight-stall garage, yeah, my kids could buy me a boat and they can store it in my garage. I'd be cool with that. Well, let's call the bank and get a process going. We'd have to sell more houses, wouldn't we? Yeah. Yeah, there would be a lot more situations going on than what you think. Well, we're not going to buy that house then. So let's keep looking. Is there anything else attractive down there? Hmm. Down at the lakes area. I know there's at least one on the golf course because I just got done shooting photos for it. I got County Road Z. It looks like where they are working on, again, a newer build. Well, that's fantastic. It's a little bit kind of like a condo situation. That's interesting. Yeah, just a cute little... Cute little home. Not much going on, but it looks just like, let's check out the square footage. Um, square footage is 740. So again, you know, very condo style living. Yeah. That a lot can of be, fun things. How much was that listed for? Um, that one's listed for uh, 250. So not too bad, especially if you're right on the water. You're across the street from the water. Okay. Well, still close enough. Close enough. We're on Pete well, so. Not too bad. And like I said, with our discussion with Jen, I think uh, Pete and Well is a kind of a, a treasure that most people don't think of when they think of waterfront. Un- unless you're looking for you know, more of that big water field. But that, yeah, Pete and Well is more of the big water. But there are still a lot of really, really fun coves and estuaries right off of it that have properties as well. Over the weekend, we finally went through and took out all of our zucchini plants. Ah, the garden update. Fantastic. The garden update. Yeah, let's go there. Uh, and, so, and, and you said our, our garden is a little bit behind from what you expected. Yeah, it's about a month behind. So, um, yeah, we just got done picking all the peas. And so we got to pull all those plants out. So, again, you know, kind of looking forward to next year, we've got to do a little bit better planning of what's coming out sooner versus later and you know that way some plants get a little bit more extra room if they need it and we still have the mystery plant that we still don't know what we built what we planted so but that's doing really well and it's got red stems and green leaves or is it just tall with the big leaves no we have the orca you're thinking of the orca that's Mm, that's fine um it's in the other it's with the corn that we're not exactly sure what we planted Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Well, it looks like it's fairly good and healthy. It's getting quite tall. It's healthy. It's doing well. I don't know what it's going to produce because it still hasn't produced anything. So, I, know, I know it's not potatoes. We didn't do that this year. No, no. But like you said, mixing uh, some early harvest stuff with late harvest in one row versus the next row to it. So mixing the beets with the carrots or something. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we also kind of had to look at pulling out the zucchini plants because the zucchini plants were getting a little too big and pushing our cute little tomato plants out of the way. So probably not the best idea of putting the tomato plants with something else. So I'm not even sure what we could put with the tomato plants because once they start growing, they grow quite large and they pretty much take over the whole entire bed. So I'm thinking the tomato plants are going to be a planter all of their own. And I, like you had said 
again a while ago, not so much, we're not so good with the green thumb of starting those tomatoes from seed, but we went over to the Ace Hardware and their garden center and picked up some plants that are, that were pretty much well on their way. And yeah, they really took off this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. So again, you know, we got to think of next year of what you're going to do. Always making sure that you got that crop rotation going in, but because we use the compost, we filled right on up to the, to the rim, but we didn't really squish it down. We just kind of left it. Mm -hmm. So we have got now at least a good six inch gap between the top and where everything is kind of settled. So again, in the fall, we're going to have to add more dirt to that. And then probably again in the spring, once the, the winter has had its fun with kind of helping squish that all down. Definitely. Uh, that snowpack is really going to compact all that compost in there. Mm-hmm. But they make more of it. Yep, our, most our definitely. Our city compost pile is is still quite big, and we're just going to go over there and get some more. Yeah, we had to pull out the zucchini plants because they were kind of almost squishing our tomato plants. So we had to take out the zucchini plants, but no worries. We got at least 12 zucchini plants. And they're or huge. Zucchinis, so... We definitely have zucchini shreds for zucchini bread this winter, so it'll be quite tasty. I mean, they they were phenomenally huge. They're mm-hmm. the size of your forearm and bigger. They weren't really that. No. Okay. Well, it seemed like it. We had a pretty good harvest. No, because I always make sure that we can pick them when they're about three inches in diameter, because anything bigger than that, you just get the seeds, oh. and then it's not... Not very good. So we've definitely picked them sooner. So then our strawberries are doing well as well. They are. So yeah, we're going to have a nice strawberry group for next year. So the small little eight plants we got definitely have taken over. They've bushed out quite well and produced many, many daughter plants. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to uh, put those into some of the adjoining beds and just carry on making more of them. Yeah, the nice thing is those can get moved anytime. So you have a nice day and just kind of go out there and just pick them up and move them. And sometimes they never know the difference. And then our corn is doing fantastic. I know. I um. So this is kind of, tonight I've got to go out. I'm thinking about just tying the corn together because we're going to be having that big windstorm. So I'm thinking if we tie them all together, we might be able to save the corn because they are so tall and they're not, there's no fencing. There's nothing to kind of brace them. Right. And like you said, we, we had used compost and not compacted it. So there's not a lot of, I mean, the, the corn has good root structure. It's just nothing to dig the roots into that right. has solid structure. Right. Great. Yeah, there's going to have to be a little bit of corn maintenance this evening. So that way when the storms come through here pretty soon that the corn is safe. And we'll have to catch everybody up later. So check the uh, the, the Facebook you know, and, and our social media along the way. That's one of the downsides of doing a pre-recorded show is we're on Wednesday and the storm's supposed to happen it, in like yeah. an hour and then y'all are listening to it on Sunday afterwards. So there are no storms on Sunday. Right. From what we can tell. You know, this could be like Orson Welles' War of the Worlds. Yeah, exactly. But no, we're going to, I mean, it's it's been really... The garden is finally starting to produce. I'm really hoping that we get some peppers. The pepper plants are doing well, but again, they're behind. So we actually have no peppers on our plants. So it's just going to be a matter of time. And patience is a virtue and it'll all work out or we won't get any peppers and we'll just have to go over to uh, down on the farm and snag some there or down the farmer's market. Yep. Something like that. But we're definitely going to have tomatoes. So there's definitely going to be some salsa and some chili starter making. So definitely got that going for us. Excellent. What else is going on? One of the experiences I had recently was with that house I was photographing over on uh, the golf course down in Rome. Mm-hmm. Um, I had been joking for quite a while now about the office in a closet. Well, 
this house didn't have that, but they had built the house with the intention of staying there for you know the majority of their life and might as well make it easier. So they had the laundry in the closet. Well, it makes sense. It makes complete sense. And I told them that too. I was so astonished and grateful that someone actually did that. It makes so much sense because where do you create most of your laundry? In the bathroom? And in the bedrooms. Right. And then the little extra bits that are in the kitchen, well, those are easy to haul around. Right. And we've seen that in a couple of our listings. If it's been a two-story, you know, each floor has its own laundry. Mm-hmm. which, I mean, we've seen that. So that's nothing really too, too new. It's just a matter of having that thought process of, you know what, on this floor, let's do a first floor laundry. And then upstairs, let's do the laundry room upstairs too. So that way we're not hauling the clothes down the stairs and then back up the stairs. Let's kind of think about that just a little bit. So we've seen it in, in multiple homes so far. And redundancy is always a great thing. That we, you know, if one washer or one dryer went kaputski, then you still could manage with the other one, just with the hassle of moving up and down the stairs. Right. Yeah. So if anyone out there is thinking about building or remodeling, definitely consider putting your laundry in the bedroom. Right. And we've even seen it in the kitchen where it's not just one dishwasher. They have got several different dishwashers. The, You know, they've got the dishwasher drawer, so that way all your silverware is just in the drawer and it's the washer. So we've seen, we've seen some things that kind of make a little bit of sense. There are many, many options. And actually even putting the laundry in or near the kitchen, it's very European thing. Um, Watching, you know, your, your HGTV and, and home, excuse me, home network, all that stuff. And you see all the European shows come over. It's one of the things I, I noticed uh, especially smaller houses and more condensed apartments. Anyway, the water source is right there. They'll opt for laundry in the kitchen instead of a dishwasher. Here in, okay. Here in America, we can do both. All right. I don't think I've ever caught on to that, that they put the laundry in the kitchen. It's, you know, the, the small efficiency apartments, it's kind of the only place to put it if you want something in your apartment. I mean, unless you dedicate maybe part of your closet in, you know, like the the small apartment size closets, but then that takes up so much room that you wouldn't have any more for your clothes or whatever. A compromise, I would suppose. Yep. So end of August, we are going to also be having the Run the Rapids. So we're going to really ping pong around here on stuff, but that's okay. That's how we kind of do things. So August 28th is the Bridge to Bridge. Did I call it the Run the Rapids? You did call it Run the Rapids. Yeah, I did. But August, now we're doing the Bridge to Bridge. Bridge to Bridge. Is that like a 5K? I believe so. We start over at Witterfield and we run from bridge to bridge and then we come back to Witterfield. So it's a beautiful course. So if it's something that you, if you're looking to get out and do a, a walk, this would be a very nice one to come and do. So again, I believe that's with the YMCA as well. I believe so. So you would, you know, check out the YMCA's website page and check out that day. I believe we start at 9 a.m. It's usually how when we start it. That sounds about right. Yeah. I think registration starts at like seven or something like that, seven or eight. We always tend to get there early because that's just the way we roll. And I'm pretty sure JR is going to be running that one. We haven't talked to him about it, but I'm pretty sure he is. Usually the office puts together a team and we, we do that. Unfortunately, our little ringer is going to be out of town that weekend. So Matthew will not be running. Oh, I know. I have, I asked. That's, that's too bad. I know. He needs to defend his title. Maybe we shouldn't put that on the air so that everybody knows that he's not going to be here. Y'all have a chance now. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. (laughs) No, Matt just really likes to run that one. 
yeah, it's one that he's he's run for several years and he just always looks forward to it. But unfortunately, his his schedule just doesn't allow it. So fortunately, he won't be able to run this year, but hopefully next year he'll be back to to run. Excellent. Anything else pop up? You know, let me keep, keep scrolling. Go ahead. Keep keep scrolling. The events. I think the fall events are actually some of the most fun, usually because the weather is less sweltering we we have had a a fairly dynamic summertime this year the uh the hot have been pretty hot and then the evenings dropping another 30 degrees swinging back and forth oh you found something no didn't really find anything oh that head nod was just agreeing with me okay very good So every Wednesday, the office has a staff meeting and we go see some homes on tour. Mm -hmm. What's new on the market this week? So we went to go see a very unique home over on Rangeline. So it's sitting on 1.4 acres. So it's got a, it's got a pool. It has a, a, a an expansive pool. It's pretty it good. A and big circle. Yep. Slightly fenced in uh, backyard. So the whole entire yard is not fenced in, but there are portions of the yard. I think it's just where the pool and the garage are, and it goes all the way to the back property line. So it's not like a fully fenced in backyard, but semi-fenced in. They had it fenced in for some dogs. So it's definitely a puppy-approved home. Oh, yes. And a gigantic rabbit. I didn't see the rabbit. I saw the bird, but I didn't see the rabbit. No, the rabbit was sitting in the cage on the floor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll have to go back and look at the pictures. Yes. And the 360 virtual tour. So yeah, this is a really nice. So it's a two-stall garage attached, and then it also has a two-stall detached garage. I believe so, right? So very nice home. The It's got kind of bedrooms throughout, so it does have a main floor bedroom. And a main floor bath. Yes, which is shared with the bedroom. And the kitchen area. Correct. Mm-hmm. Got the main floor laundry. So when you first walk in, you've got a nice big mud room to collect everything. And the laundry is right there. So that way you can get the snow pants off and shove them in the washer or in the dryer and get them all cleaned. And then it's got a vaulted living area. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a two-story. Correct. Yeah. The fireplace is just uh, phenomenal. It's It's quite tall stone all the way up to the second floor. Yes, and the master bedroom is kind of connected to that as well. So there's a bedroom, it's got a bathroom, it's got a closet. So there's there's a big bedroom that is connected to that open space. So they've got the three bedrooms upstairs, and then on that first floor, they've got the one bedroom. It's it's the master suite is almost a loft. Yes. But it doesn't feel like it. No. no. And then they've also got a... Uh, a screen porch or a four-season porch. A solarium. A solarium, which is two stories, and I mm-hmm. believe it's connected with a pseudo-spiral staircase. It is connected to the basement. With the staircase, okay. Yeah, so the staircase on the main floor goes into the basement somehow. So they had it blocked off, so we didn't go down there, but I do know that it does connect to the basement. Probably so the dogs don't get ran down there and get lost. I have no idea. Okay. But yeah, so I mean, the solarium, it's got that too, is also in a two story. So it's got the main floor, then it's got connected to that master suite that is upstairs. So it was pretty neat. It was a neat home. And then space in the basement as well. Mm-hmm. Um, two bonus. Lots bon- of bonus rooms. Bonus rooms, right. Um, so again, we can't call them bedrooms because one, there was no closet and two, there's no egress window. There's no window at all. Correct. Yeah. I think that's. Part of the reason why there's that access from that basement to the solarium. So that if you're in the den and you need it to get out, you've got two. Two ways. Exits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just not, I just cannot remember where that door, how to get to the stairwell. It's right next to the fireplace. Oh, okay. Check out the 3D home tour. I think I just might have to. 
No, it is a neat house. It's got a lot of potential. It's uh it's I wouldn't say it's dated, but it could use a, a touch of freshening up for mm-hmm. sure. Um Great size kitchen. It's got a little eat-in nook and a dedicated dining space right next to it. Right. And the, the kitchen with a center, small center island, but it's definitely a usable space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great little house. It is a great little house. So great opportunity there to grab a little bit of the town of Saratoga if you're looking at moving into that area. that we can get back into is the styled staged and sold blog from the National Association of Realtors. Excellent. We have not done that in a while. Well, we've been we've been talking to our guests and they've been taking longer than they anticipated. Oh, which is just fine. It's fantastic actually. So this one was submitted by Homelight, so the Homelight magazine, tips to bring your curb appeal back to life this summer. So we know that selling the outside of the home is just as important as selling the inside. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've had that discussion with some of our, actually quite a few of our sellers here. Right. You know, we're going to be listing the house on the 300,000. We want the inside and the outside to match a $300,000 home. Or even in the 120, we, Mm -hmm. you know, if doing that painting and just simply maintaining the landscaping, you know, pull the weeds in the beds. Take care of the the paint issues that are on the outside. Which you know, are, clear out all the the underbrush, all the leaves, and and the gutters. Just spruce it up so that way, mm-hmm. you know, when you're looking at it, you're like, okay, yeah, I I'd be happy to spend that kind of money on this home. So what do we got? So HomeLight suggests update the light fixtures. Mm-hmm. Right. So the uh, the picture that's provided is of a mid-century modern, and perhaps the somewhat gaudy light fixtures from the 1980s that I could definitely see that would have been on there. You know, change those out for something that's currently modern, but still has, you know, the appeal of the rest of the architecture of the house. And the nice thing is they are making a lot of newer updated fixtures that are the replicas mm-hmm. of of those fixtures. So again, you get the uh, the better usage out of it. So they're going to be more energy efficient. They're going to look a lot better. They're not going to look like they've been on there for the last 60 years. It's just going to give it a nice, fresh look. They mentioned that size is important. So all, all of the proportions of the house, you know, just like when you're fitting yourself for clothing, proportion is very important and it is an architecture as well, certainly. Mm-hmm. So having a huge light fixture might not be the way to go, or it may be, and depending on where you're putting it. As long as it's fitting the space that it's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next one, they suggest upgrading windows and doors. So that, that would also help with energy efficiency. Correct. And we still got time to do that where it's not, you're not going to be fighting the cold. No, there are some still very, very hot days to do those outdoor projects. Mm-hmm which is, of course, the best time, or the second best time is when it's negative 40 degrees. Very true. I'm joking, of course. We've got to replace a window when it's negative 40 out. Which is a good thing. It's a very good thing. Um, we replaced our front door this year, and it was right in the springtime. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was a really good time before all the bugs came out and all that jazz. New doors, new styles, so that you can, I, I'm going to interject and maybe take it a step farther even if you don't want to replace those things repainting your door oh yeah that usually helps out tremendously again getting that nice clean crisp look is going to go a long way talking about painting they suggest as item number three is paint in general um accent colors you you can do so much with paint and it's you know comparatively not that expensive for the change that you get from it. Mm-hmm. Um, even just the cleaning and freshening up of the current colors that you have. Yeah, it's great. Uh, number four, they suggest adding wood and or stone elements. 
Again, kind of that nice, neutral, natural look to the home. Uh, this can also accent certain key features of the home or create key features. Um, you know, it'll end up in more of a dynamic architectural interest. Uh, number five, they suggest hire a professional landscaper. Um, even if you're going to do it yourself, having a landscaping plan done up by a professional who understands the plants in your area. You know, and, and we can even start with one of our, our earlier guests over at the Hosta Stop. Yeah. You know, head over there and they can kind of give you, give you a start at least. Right. And that way they can do, you know, this would be a great place to have a path versus, you know, put in a bunch of flowers and now we've eliminated a path. Right. Or your straight path, maybe you want to do a winding boardwalk instead. Kind of mix it up. Um, but again, one of the recent listings that I photographed had a wonderful pathway through the backyard gardens. Mm -hmm. And it actually created a, a low-maintenance environment, you know, with, with stone along the path and the pathway. You know, you don't have that much grass to cut. I was going to say, any time that we can put, you know, eliminate the grass, that, that's awesome. That also brings us to item number six that they suggest here in the article. Refinish and refine walkways and the driveway. Mm -hmm. So especially helpful. We did that project also this year where we did the seal coating on the driveway. Yep. We didn't really redefine the edge. So we didn't really need to find the, the edge because... I've we had been, to remove all of the rock gardens that were alongside the garage right. where we needed to. So, I mean, we did, but we didn't. Well, and I've been keeping up with the edging along the driveway and, and the sidewalks anyway. Mm -hmm. So if you let that get away from you, then coming in with some more power tools, well, will probably be advantageous, but our edges are, have been pretty well kept. Uh, we did have some mole traffic so underground we still critters have some mole traffic but uh the one instance of the mole running right along the edge of the sidewalk that was kind of funny so let's see oh here's another article how to create outdoor oasis for under four hundred dollars this one is by melissa dittman tracy oh excellent mm -hmm. she always has some really nice stuff suggesting choosing a few items that give plants height and create a lounging area. So lounging spaces, um, furniture that might be wicker, so it'll, uh, but, but still choose ones that are stout and impactful, mm -hmm. but also soft with like pillows and seat cushions, whatnot. Uh, you can get those types of things in individual chairs or as club seating. You know, kind of the uh, a sectional idea. Mm -hmm. Essentially, the thought process is move your living room outside. Right. And we do that with our screen and porch quite often. I think usually come about six o'clock at night. That's where I'm at or right after supper. That's where I go. And I enjoy just sitting outside and in the screen porch, listening to the birds, watching the squirrels eat the bird food and just kind of relaxing. We've got fat squirrels. They're adorable. Squirrels. They're adorable. Uh, they also suggest accessorize. So using footstools and side tables, maybe in a contrasting color or texture. Uh, using lights in key places. Um, pergolas are great for this, but you can also find simple posts and string lights. You know, there's many, many options. And I think this weekend I might be hanging up the string lights that we'd gotten i've got to look into that just a little bit further so that way i can enjoy the outside living room just a little bit longer also would we'll put up those lights in the screen porch yes oh fantastic fantastic and that's just about all the ideas from this one mm -hmm. and just really adding some some color you know either you know just pick a color we'll just go with red you know just buying just some accent pillows and that red to put out in outside or around the fire pit you know, so that way it just brings that little bit of color. We had gotten the cup holders because the chairs that you made for, for Christmas, they did not contain a cup holder. So in order to go outside and have a fire and we needed some place to put our beverage. But even those holders, 
their color. So when they're new, we're going to have to spray paint them again, but that's once okay. they're, they're new, you know, they, it adds that extra color of, wow, that's a really fun place to go because it's got the color. It's got a little bit more fun pizzazz to it. One of the other concepts for outdoor living space, which is definitely cheap and, and easy to do is define a space for that, you know, and that's what we did with that fire pit area. We uh, managed brick around it and filled it in with gravel. And that is that, you know, it visually, it's a seating area for that. Mm-hmm. It'll be nice during the wintertime because then we can use it during the wintertime. The chairs are going to stay out there and, you know, we could snow blow off there. We could shovel off that because once we get to the rock is when we stop moving stuff. So but it's going to be fun. It'll be fun to see how we can use that during the wintertime. I'm excited for it. Yes. So that is about all we have for this week. We had, we packed a lot in there. Sorry, it was a little bit kind of random, a little bit of a ping pong of we go from this event to that event and come back to something else. But that's sometimes how we, we talk here at our in our basement. And that is how life is. Mm-hmm. You remember the cool thing that we should have talked about and then well, go ahead, let's talk about it. Yeah. So if people are interested in what we're doing, follow us on the social media. We've got, you know, a bunch of different accounts splattered throughout. If you're looking for... The listings that are currently active, head over to MyRapids.com because some of the things we talked about on the show might have offers on them. They may not be available. I'm not sure. So MyRapids.com will take you over to the SeaWord page and you can look at all of the listings that are available. Mm -hmm. If you're looking for information in the area, MyRapids.info is helpful for that. And Carrie, how can they get a hold of you directly? They can call or text 715-323-2577. Also, that is a textable number, like you said. Very textable number. So, you know, if we're with clients or something like that, we may put you to voicemail, but we will definitely return your phone call when we're ready. And uh, if it works out better for you to text, go ahead and text because sometimes you might get a quicker response because. If I'm stopping at a stop sign, I can quickly text you back. Otherwise, we want to definitely give you our our full attention when we're talking Mm -hmm. to you. So it might be a a short delay, but we'll get right to you as soon as we can. All right. And it's a a busy season for selling homes, so now is a great time to sell your house. Yes, most definitely. All right. So you guys all have a great Central Wisconsin Day, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.